Welcome to my new and improved podcast, The Coach Young Show. Apple didn't really like it when I was trying to make another podcast with the same name, uh, so I had to kind of rearrange a few words. But anyway, um, if you don't know too much about podcasting, you need something called an RSS feed. And basically what happened is all my former RSS feeds um, either got discontinued or the host company uh, went out of business and I've been having all sorts of trouble uh, trying to figure it out. But after about, I think about three weeks, I finally got this uh, new host and I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to work out really, really well. Um, So right now, if you could go uh, to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Breaker, or if you just want old-fashioned URL, anchor.fm. I'm going to leave all this information for you. You can go to any of those places and play this podcast. So there's no excuse of, well, coach, I, I have an Android. It doesn't matter. Android, Apple, flip phone, we can, we can make it happen. All you need is some type of internet. So go ahead and please type in Coach Young Show. And click subscribe. So what's going to happen every time you subscribe and you click play, it's going to be sent um, to the Anchor platform, and I'm going to get real uh, stats. So I'll know who's listening, where people are listening, um, would which will help me improve this and allow me to uh, definitely get better. And uh, just it'd be really cool to see uh, all the stats for it. So while I'm at it, if you want to co-host or even host this show, stop what you're doing right now and contact me. Facebook, text, call, whatever. I would love to have as many people on this as possible. So what's the purpose of doing all this? First of all, it's personally for me, it lets me be an individual and express how I feel when I probably normally couldn't say certain things on social media. Also, I want to use this podcast um, not only for myself, but others in the community, in the county. Um, I want other coaches on. Uh, I want rival coaches on. I want players on. Uh, maybe teachers. Just interesting people that I think would be fun to, to have conversations with. I want to keep these you know, kind of short between you know, 30 uh, 30, 35 minutes for the most part, just enough that you know you can listen to on your drive in and drive and on the way home. So I don't want to make this you know super long. I want to make it enjoyable. So with that saying, I got all summer, all spring to talk about our past season, talking UK and U of L, um, go Cats. Um, let's go ahead and get to right to it. Okay, let me get to my first guest. He's been on the show before, okay, but it's Coach Garrett Lowry, some guy that I've known for a long time. I was able to hire this year. He's actually my first hire um, being after being named head coach. So we're going to have Garrett Lowry, but before that, um, let me do an ad. Joining me now is uh, Coach Garrett Lowry, a friend of the podcast. Garrett, how are you? Doing good, sir. How are you this evening? I'm not bad. Hey, uh, isn't it cool that we can call in now and we're on Spotify and, and Apple Music? How cool is that? 
Oh, it's very cool. Very cool. You come a long way, Coach Young. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep it up. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so have you. Um, so, Garrett, Coach Lowry, it was it was great to bring you on board uh, to North this year, and and I, I think it's a really good experience for everybody. Uh, but let's talk about just your your life in basketball a little bit. Stuff that many people don't know uh, that may listen to the podcast, and we kind of take a little journey. And then we'll talk about our season a little bit, and then uh, we'll play a little game at the end. Talk a little bit about UK. Uh, should be a should be a good session. Um, I, I, Garrett, you're you're a very good player in high school. Uh, I remember watching you a lot, and um, man, I, I remember points of the season um, when we couldn't buy a bucket. I was like, man, does does Coach G have any eligibility left? And couldn't do it. <laughs> but um, man. Your your shot. I mean, how how was that kind of more of a natural thing, or did is that just reps and practice and you know over time and focus and you know how did how did that develop more so? Because that's the best aspect at your game. Man, um, I think that that is probably a result of just putting in a lot of work over time. I started playing when I was eight and played year round basketball starting in fourth grade, and uh, that kind of became part of my life through high school. And then, uh, you know, we played together in college at Campbellsville. Uh, but I think it was after I graduated from college that uh, the shots really started getting up. You know, I was coming up as a player and I played a lot and I felt like a lot of game experience really helped me grow as a player. I had a lot of good coaching, a lot of people invest in me, but nobody really uh, inspired me or challenged me to put in that work on my own outside of the gym and really, because basketball took up so much time and energy, and I just didn't have any examples that were pushing me in that way, I didn't really start shooting or making goals for myself as an individual um, until after I graduated college. So I started getting in the gym when I started coaching. And when I lived in China, I, I did the same. But I made goals for myself like today, I'm not leaving the gym till I make uh, 10 free throws in a row. And then it would start going up to – I'm shooting 100, I need to make 90. And then I would start shooting threes, and I'd say I'm not leaving until I make eight in a row, ten in a row. And then for years it was ten in a row, and and, and now I don't leave till I make at least 14 in a row, and my record is 57 in a row. So I think it's just uh, building that muscle memory and just continuing to put those reps in, uh, just staying after the gym before and after practice and uh, open gym uh, – you know, and whenever I can, I like to just get in there. I still go crazy if I don't shoot. So right. that's been my kind of journey. And like you said, I'm, it's been a pleasure to be a part of North this year. I really appreciate how everybody was really welcoming and opening uh, to me. And they never, never once questioned uh, where I'd come from. You know, I grew up on the east side and I coached for teams in the middle right. school ranks. I belonged to east there for a while, but uh, it's good to be um, – over at North, and I love coaching with you and being a part of the North family. It's been great. Right. Hold, hold that thought. And and you said it's just the reps, and it, it took you to after after college and when you're done to really start putting the reps. That's something that we're trying to drill in uh, to our kids right now and um, that, you know, now's a great time. Don't We don't want to have any regrets about things. Uh, make sure you're working hard to be a better player than you were, you know, yesterday. And that's hopefully yeah. – think- I think through this past year, you know, we're so young. I, I can't ever see us. Hope we're never this young again. Uh, but I, I think we kind of oh, – it was an eye-opening experience for a lot of us saying, oh, I better, you know, 
it's it's sink or swim right here. You know, it's it's a different level. It's a different game uh, at the varsity level and even the JV kids. Um, and you know, we we've all got to get extra reps. And I think um, you know we're I think from what I've hear, I think we're working pretty hard, which is which is really right. You you um, you get better and you improve in the off season. You know, during the regular season, you're trying to stay afloat and and, and build your confidence. The only thing that changes much in, during the season is your confidence, in my mind. Uh, yeah, but and Coach, hey, John, let me let me add this too because you just it made me think of this. But uh, as a player, I want to be clear. I mean, I always wanted to win. I always gave my best every time I stepped on the court, and you know, I gave everything, fight to the finish. But even that's not enough. You got to put in the work outside of the gym, outside of practice time, on your own to really improve. I think you know, and I can't say enough about that and how much lifting and running the track and doing all the little things and push ups and sit ups and and burpees and just the grind that not a lot of players really uh, have the drive to get into. Some people are just there to be cool or just to be popular, whatever, just because uh, their parents make them or they've always done it and they don't know what else to do, stay out of trouble. But if you really have the desire to be good, if you really love the game, then you're going to put in that extra work. And I didn't do that enough, uh, even though I loved loved it. I just didn't do it enough, and I, I regretted that. Um, and so, like, when I was coming into freshman year, I put on 40 pounds just – in the weight room that summer. And so that really helped me. I went from 110 to 150 and that really started to elevate my game. Um, I ran on the track, got down to a five minute mile. And a lot of people don't like to run on the track or do uh, conditioning, but that helps you so much as a ball player. Cause you just go and go and keep going all game. So well, I think our, our young kids this, this year, just, just need to keep, uh, keep grinding, put in that work and get tougher and get in the weight room this summer. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's and we'll talk a lot about the team uh, throughout uh, the show on uh, upcoming episodes. Um, but it, let's talk about Campbellsville. Uh, we go to Campbellsville together. Okay, it was a good it was a good experience. We played together for two or three years. Uh, you played quite a, quite a bit. Uh, I was your backups backup. I guess I like to say uh, <laughs> still 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 a great experience. Uh, uh, to play with you. you Coach Young, you were a good player, man. I saw you walk across half court and just pull it. You just said, man, I'm running whatever play I want, and I'm pulling, and it went in. Uh, uh, so I'll never forget that. That was an incredible shot. Yeah, I was pretty frustrated at the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that did happen. You know, uh, you, got a, you got a favorite moment from playing in, in, at Seaville? Uh, honestly, um, you know, everybody likes to remember – the times they score a lot of points. And, and I tried to never keep track of that. Uh, there were some times I, I think, you know, led the team in scoring, played well. I remember those. But really, for me, I just enjoyed uh, being a part of the team. We always had uh, nice food on the road. We had a lot of funny stories, a lot of fun times in the locker room, uh, free shoes, all that good stuff that comes with it. Just seeing some of the former players you played against and with in high school was cool. Um, I'll never forget when uh, Riggs got lost in the castle that was the University of the Cumberlands and I had to go back and get him. He was in some trainer's room. I'll never forget uh, being up like 20 and we were all hype. And then we uh, gave that team back the lead yes. and lost the game. We just choked that one away. I'll never forget when Matt Reynolds, when the refs weren't looking, he was getting in a tussle with the other team's center. He turned and threw that center against the wall in front of their bench. Refs never saw it and we just played on. Those are some of the memories that come to mind right off hand. I remember that when we blew that lead, we got <laughs> up. I remember this. We're I'm on the bench hanging out, chilling where I usually am, and um, and you turn to me and goes, "You're getting in. Be ready." <laughs> <laughs> and 
after you said that, we just it was downward spiral, and then it was a three hour drive back to Campbellsville, and I, <laughs> I think we stopped like a Wendy's, and Coach was so mad. He goes, "Meal only. If you get a frosty, don't you dare come to practice." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everybody got a frosty. Had some suicides. <laughs> yeah, had a couple guys going. Can I get a large fry? And then it's like, can you just put frosty instead? It was, it was, it was funny. But yeah, uh, Campbellsville was fun. It was a good opportunity. Learned a lot uh, personally uh, about the game. Uh, you know, even I can. You know, you counted. You didn't count points. I did because I could always count on one hand how many I get. So it was. But it was a great experience. Um, you graduated. Yep. You graduated, uh, yeah, uh, Campbellsville. You go to China. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know that you, that you spent a couple of years in China. I mean, what is what's the major difference between China and uh, the United States? How much time do you have, Coach Young? You got you got like <laughs> just give us oh give, man, it's, give it's us incredible. One, I, I, tell you what, I think just give us one good story. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, I feel like. Uh, they will eat anything that doesn't eat them first. And so a lot of the foods that we have and enjoy, they don't have. And a lot of the foods that we have and enjoy, uh, you know, and vice versa, we don't have what they have and they don't have what we have. And so that was very different. I remember the first meal I had that they offered me was fried bumblebees. And so didn't really enjoy that. But over time, learned to speak the language and uh, just had a great time there and uh, serving the Lord and uh, playing basketball and stuff. I remember going to the courts. I couldn't speak a lick of Chinese and, and just started pointing and over time made friends. And that's basically how I learned to speak the language. So I still study the language today. That's awesome. Really, really, really cool stuff. And players, they can play there, there can't they? They're, they're good ball players. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over time, started figuring out who the good ones were. and uh, But they have like 30,000 people at the campus that I was at, and I was the only American. And there was uh, every day – a full court of basketball players in the middle of the campus, like 30 courts out there and they were always full with teams. And so I, I made friends with some players and I started figuring out when they would go down there and we'd go at the same times and, and just ran for a couple of years together. Awesome. So you come back from China, uh, trying to figure out kind of what the next step for you is. And uh, you and I getting coaching around the same time. Uh, yeah, it was 2013. Yeah. Um, uh, coach Jerry Troutman was at Eastside. He was the head coach there, and he was also my JV coach when I was at East. And uh, I had worked a summer camp for him as soon as I got back, and he unexpectedly resigned close to tryouts that October. And Coach Kevin Ezell, who was there, uh, had his had my name handed to him, and he gave me a call and said, "Come up and volunteer," and I did. And then just over time, every year I moved up. Uh, and became the head coach, and I was head coach there two years, and then went to Mount Washington for a year. Uh, and then uh, this year has been kind of crazy, but uh, trying to juggle different places. But uh, I'm at North this year. Yeah. So I, I actually remember I was over at Louisville Brown. I don't remember that. I started over at Brown. Uh-huh. And uh, it was, I mean, I, I remember calling you and checking in. You're out there winning about 30, and I got, you know, I love Brown, but. <laughs> I'm out there getting waxed, and it was it was, it was a good experience. I, re, I really enjoyed Brown. It was a, it yeah. Was I remember a, the I remember the, the uh, Coach Young at Brown days. We had some good stories, and yeah, we had, you know, come up and be like, man, this happened tonight, or I can't believe that went down, or my player did this, or I should have did this. And that's that's just part of coaching. I think we've both grown a lot since then. I'm it, uh, 
and really, it was a, it, it was a perfect start uh, for me, perfect place for me to start. A little bit out of the way, uh, where you know there wasn't really any pressure on me. I can kind of you know figure out what I wanted to do, uh, what kind of personality I needed to have. So whenever you know the next the next you know place hit. I would I would have things figured out a little bit more. I remember every game, Garrett. I was a different. I was like, all right, today I'm gonna be Coach Cal, and I would yell and scream and us <laughs> and I would all this, and then it didn't work. So the next time I'd be, you know, calm, you know, calm coach, and then I was like, man, this didn't work either. So now I've kind of developed uh, kind of a crossbreed of crossbreed of it all. Uh, but it, it was I, I really enjoyed it, and I, I really appreciate the people at Brown who um, got me uh, got me in when they had no idea who I was, and they took a chance on me. And I, I really do appreciate, and I'm I'm very loyal to people that that take chances on me because definitely, you know, everybody's everybody needs to start somewhere. You know, every every coach, every person, in in any kind of field, you got to have a start, and you got to have somebody that that believes in you um, to to get the start. So uh, awesome, experience. absolutely. Yeah, and then then on for me on to North, and then I've spent you know every year since um, t- bouncing between JV and freshman for what, five or six years, and then this past year, first year, um, it's the big dog, which is was an awesome experience. Big dog, the big dog, yeah. <laughs> the it was an awesome experience. Uh, so first year at North Bullet, you were doing the freshman. Thought you did a really good job. Uh, really appreciate that's that's a tough that's a tough gig. Uh, freshman is uh, did it for years. Um, what would be your best advice you get someone who's trying to go into coaching? If you can give one piece of advice, that's a good question. I think for me, um, it would be to emphasize the importance of building relationship with them. Uh, you get you know too because you're teaching as well. But one of the things that you'll learn is kids will not listen to you if they don't trust you, and they don't trust you if they don't they don't think you care about them. So you've got to you got to show that there there's a balance between you know being disciplinarian and coming across strong, uh, and then being able to hug them, love them, be there for them, text them late at night, uh, let them know you care about them, call them, check in on on them when they're injured, and when they're struggling, and dealing with life issues. It just uh, it goes a long way in, in building that relationship. But two, I think you know it's not just about what the scoreboard says. And as coaches, we really want to win. You and I. Uh, we really want it bad every game. We want to win. We want the kids to want it as bad as we do. At the end of the day, basketball is just a game. And, again, that relationship um, is going to be important and, and what they remember over time. And, and, and so you and I, I think through the years, our years of coaching, six, seven years, seasons, whatever it is now, that uh, we've tried everything. We've screamed. We've yelled. We've kicked trash cans, uh, broken boards, uh, yelled, yelled directly at kids, you know, but – and, and also tried the other end. And like you were just alluding to earlier, sometimes things don't work. Sometimes just like a shooter, some nights you don't have it, but you can always find ways to help your team and give a good effort. And I feel like when we're doing that as coaches, we're doing our job. When we're giving everything, we're preparing, we're studying, we're putting in that work just like we expect our players to do. We're grinding, uh, watching film, uh, scouting, putting in plays, and thinking about how I can best put my players in a position to make winning plays. Yeah, you're, I think that's successful they, coaching and, and just day, letting your kids know you care about them. Right, and in the day, they are kids. You know, they're they're kids. I think we right. went, we went. I don't know. We had a pretty bad losing streak going on early in the season, and we're struggling to figure it out. We had, you know, seven of our top. Well, we only had what two guys that's ever played varsity before this year, 
and we're, we're just kind of struggling. And I remember um, the newspaper, uh, Pioneer News guy, talking to me. He's like, you feeling stressed? And I'm like, you know, he's like, you're, you know, you're on a eight, nine-game skid, you know, first year. How you feeling? I'm like, I'm fine. So I'm, I'm plugging I'm plugging away. Kids are trying. We'll figure it out. They're kids, you know. And the kid kind of looked at me like that wasn't an answer that he was expecting. It's like, no, I'm not going to be stressed over something that, that I like to do. Yeah, we want right. to but you control what you can control. You can't control and, it. And Coach Young worked so hard this year, and I don't know how much people realize, but you were putting in hours upon hours every single day with practice plans, uh, with scouting. It was unbelievable. And so I commend you for that. Even even when we were losing, you were giving everything, and, and people just need to know that and appreciate that. Well, and I, I don't I don't necessarily care that much about the appreciation, but I you know the reason we, we put we all and we all put in hours because uh, we don't we don't have any regrets and we don't want to cheat the job so we've absolutely hours and and we do the best we can and you know that's that's what it is you know sure we want to do better but i'll tell you what garrett there was flashes this year that I, i'm really you know i still want to get on huddle sometimes and look back at some of our games and i'm like oh my gosh we could be you know yeah you got so, that right yeah we we, I thought- we played a brutal schedule on top of that but we still had a lot of glimpses like you said flashes of potential that, that we'll certainly be looking to recapture and build on going forward yeah and and between us i can't get a lot of these uh some of these teams that we played they they want no part of us which is interesting so we're going to have another brutal schedule i don't have to talk too much about the schedule yet but um, it's going to be brutal again. So, but you know what? We'll, now we know what to expect, and I, I think I think we'll be much better next year, regardless of what the record says. Because the ultimate goal is we we want to succeed in the postseason, and uh, you know, credit to Moore. You know, they were just bigger, stronger, more athletic. We couldn't get to our spots, and they they hit, they hit a little bit more shots than we did. And you know, that's that's how tournament tournament games go. But I think we're going to be in a good position. Uh, but we don't talk about that anymore. Let's talk real quick about um kentucky okay we beat walford and abilene christian walford was a very tough game um i actually i kind of like walford i wish they didn't play kentucky um how you feeling about their chances in the next round um kentucky's chances in the next round yeah just generally uh regardless of the opponent uh, i think it hinges on whether pj is healthy or not right That's- I, I feel like um PJ being healthy really adds a completely different dynamic to the team and they look different in the way they play and, and uh, the things they're able to do right now, they've got a short bench and you can kind of tell that they're just a little bit sporadic and looking for somebody to step up and fill that void. But I don't know that we have somebody that can fill it. We've kind of got stretched a little bit there against Wofford, but uh, the guys really stepped, stepped up, played incredible defense. They held a um, shooter that, has the all-time Division One college three-point record uh, to 0 for 12 shooting. And that was a lot of running him around on offense, making him tired, and then making him work for every shot defensively and just throwing a lot of length at him. He shot a lot of off-balance shots, and we rebounded pretty well. And so um, Kentucky played well, and I think I like their chances with P.J. Without him, I'm not sure we can – um, muster enough to overcome that again this weekend. It'll be tougher. I, I definitely agree. I think PJ. Um, it doesn't sound good uh, as of the time of recording this. Uh, pain ten out of ten is is not is not not very uh, optimistic for me. However, 
you know, you still you still play, and anything can happen in March, and you know we can make a run. Uh, I really firmly believe that we have enough scoring at least, and defensively, if we if we can do the things we need to do, and our bigs can stay out of foul trouble, uh, we can make a run. We can beat about anybody. Nobody in here is you know, regardless of people talking about Duke and. North Carolina, Virginia, Gonzaga, you know, everybody's beatable. It's not its not like these teams are head and shoulders, you know, where I don't buy into the love fest of ESPN saying Duke's the best team since, you know, whatever. It's its just not its just not the case. They can be beat. Uh, I'm, I'm real looking forward to it. Um, without P.J., it's almost like, a, you know, it's, as a fan, it's a, like less pressure. Like, all right, maybe we're not the, you know, not the favorite right here. Maybe – you know, let's just go out there and see what happens. I know I had a piece just watching last game just saying, well, you know, we can't beat this team without, you know, P.J. probably are not going to win the championship here. So, um, you know, let's let's just see what happens. So, I'm excited to see them. I think there's, you know, there's going to be, what, four SEC teams in the in the Sweet 16, which is kind of a cool Third time ever. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So, I'm excited to see them. Uh, but yeah, me too, Coach. Yeah. All right, so to close out, we're going to play a little game that I'm going to try to play with um, all my guests. It's called Love or Hate. I'm going to give you a topic. You're just going to tell me love or hate. And we might expect All right. Here we go. Zion Williamson. Hate. <laughs> Personally? Anybody that's on that, I just don't like. Uh, he's obviously very, very athletic, uh, but he can't shoot. I don't like some guys that are, you know – Going to the NBA that just can't shoot. I just don't like that. You know me. I'm, I like to shoot. So, yeah. all right, pineapple. It's on, not my style. All right, pineapple on pizzas. Uh, light hate, light hate, light hate. I've I've tried it before. It's actually not as bad as you might would think if you haven't tried it. But I'm never gonna pick that. All right, Donald Trump. Love. That's your what boy. A president. That's your boy. Okay. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. Saw him when he came to Louisville. Yeah, you were there, weren't you? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's very cool. Game of Thrones. I do love Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And uh, Coach Young, I think you actually got me hooked on that a little bit this last year. I tried to play catch up and was grinding on YouTube and and seeing a few episodes. And I'm looking forward to the new season coming. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I I can't wait. I'm I'm very excited about Game of Thrones. Uh, Facebook. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I don't get on there much, um, but I guess I'll say, hey, don't, don't. it seems like it seems to me like mostly it's middle aged people now just getting on there. And uh, I think there's a little bit too often of status updating for yeah, me. Yeah. And and I feel like every time I get on, somebody's getting married, somebody's getting engaged, somebody's got a baby every, you know, it's it's like, ugh, gross. Everybody's having a great life over here. <laughs> All right. Then you got so and so ate lunch somewhere. Yeah. And... Checked in. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the two three zone. Uh, Coach Bobby might kill me, but I actually, I actually love the two three zone if it's played right in the right spot. Okay. You got to be willing to adjust. I don't like to sit in a two three the whole game. That's for sure. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez. She is very pretty. But I don't like her. Really? I got, I got to just yeah, I don't know something about her. Yeah. I, I just... about you, Coach Young? You like her? Oh, yeah. Big J-Lo guy. <laughs> Big J-Lo guy. I remember the good old songs that she used to come out with. But oh, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, just, I don't like her very much. I was talking to um, 
a coworker at school, and we're, we were talking about how, you know, those, those late 90s, early 2000s had, like, the best music. Like, oh, for sure. It's not even close to today's garbage. Here we are talking about garbage on the radio. We are getting old, aren't we? <laughs> All right. Uh, two more. Thanos. I uh, don't like him. Hate him. He's powerful. Yeah. Look, looking forward to the, the end game? Yes. Yeah, I think Absolutely. All right. Last I need to catch up that and uh, see what all happens last one the coach young show coach young show i do love it it's awesome looking forward to all the future episodes and all the people that'll be on here with you and uh, i appreciate you having me on tonight it's been a pleasure Garrett. it's it's been an absolute pleasure looking forward to continue to work with you uh work with the guys work with the team you're you're a great addition to the staff uh for sure so um i appreciate that good luck with the show absolutely man we'll have you on again Thanks a lot, Garrett. Okay. We'll see you. I'll see you around, bud. All right, man. Hope you enjoyed that conversation. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and rate me five stars, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Google, all those different places. If you want to be a co-host, stop what you're doing right now and contact me. Till next time, peace out.